welcome to episode two of the podcast. This is the RBM Spokes podcast. Uh, today we have Chris Webb, who is a poet and director, and Conrad Miles, another filmmaker. The movie that we are working on together is called The Session, which was funded by Tribeca, and we worked on it uh, really throughout the year and is in post right now in 2019. Uh, it was uh, a... Uh, not only a film, but a labor of love. Conrad uh, also uh, does crump and believes fully in it. And it's a very interesting um, uh, background on how this came to be. And uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to share it with you. They're they're not only great people, but also very talented uh, filmmakers as well and storytellers. Without further ado, here's the podcast. Okay, so uh, today on the podcast, we have uh, Chris Webb and Conrad also in uh, to talk about their their new project. So uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the show. Um, so uh, uh, Chris, would you like to start out and tell me what uh, this new project's about? Yeah, sure. So um, the project is called The Session. And um, the thing that I like to do immediately to like kind of shake people and get their reaction is I like to say that it sits at the intersection of uh, trauma, of masculinity, of um, mental health, and of crump dancing. And then people usually look and they're like, what does that mean? <laughs> but uh, it's, about a, it's about an amazing subculture in Cleveland that kind of grew from traumatic upbringings. And they use the beautiful art form of crump dance mm. as a means to uh, overcome the things that they've been through and um, basically have like a mental health practice that helps them you know, become more full-fledged, more uh, well-rounded human beings. How did you, how, of all topics that you came up with, how did you come up with crump dancing? Uh, well, that's a good segue into um, <laughs> how uh, me and Conrad got in on this together. So uh, Conrad is actually one of the top crump dancers in the country. Like wow. he won't tell you, but that's I will. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, he's, he's represented the United States internationally wow. at crump competitions. And um, uh, crump is, it's definitely a subculture, but it's huge. It's all over from Finland to Japan to Africa, everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. um, and uh, basically, uh, I was submitting to this Tribeca uh, thing, <laughs> this, uh, uh, this, this wild thing, and I had a topic that just was not really working. It was uh, about something, but I'm like, it's, I don't think it's going to work. I don't have any passion with it and everything. And Conrad's an amazing filmmaker, so one day we were at his house just chatting, and he said, hey, why don't you do it about Crump? And then this thing just unfolded, wow. uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple months later, we're here. Right, wow. <laughs> happened organically, huh? That's well, pretty awesome. How did you get into? How do you ask that? How'd you get into crump dancing? You know, how'd you do it, Karen? <laughs> so uh, I got into crump dancing about twelve years ago. So my mother was addicted to drugs and alcohol and stuff like that, and uh, she went off to rehab. So once she went off to rehab, I had to move with my grandmother. My, grand, my grandmother was like, well, uh, you ain't sitting around the house. It's the summer. <laughs> so she took me to a boys and girls club. Went to the boys and girls club. And um, they was like, man, they teaching dance downstairs. If you want to go down, you can go down. And I was like, all right. Went down there. Changed my life. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Met new people. Met some of my best friends. And it was like, once, I, once they started teaching me the first basics, I was hooked forever. Mm. So what I want to know, when people see this, they're, they're going to ask, so what, what is it about crump dancing that makes it different from other uh, forms of art? 
what is it about crump dancing? Um, it's the storytelling. It's the passion. It's the heart. It's the aggression. Um, it's the boldness. Mm-hmm. It's the, the the chaos, but it's still structured. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, do you use that? What a great way to express yourself. And I think that's part of it. It's yeah. like people, they think they know how to express themselves, but this is literal expression, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, Chris, does Keith does Keith Keith know Conrad? I know Keith is bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keith was actually in Conrad's just, uh, one of his latest films. I was gonna say, I bet Keith looks up to him. Dude. Oh, was, like, very Keith, much. Keith, so. uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My man. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh no, you, bro. Keith just he just contacted me the other day. That's so, my yeah. dude. He's a good dude. I yeah. like him. Um, how do you want this coming across to? Um, because we'll get into the movie because I think that's really important and how you actually got got there. But how, how do you want this to come off to people who don't understand that? And and actually, how would you? What is your message that you want to put forward? Um, to let people know uh, people that look like me, don't look like me, uh, that if you don't play basketball, if you don't hoop or mm-hmm. play football or do any other sports, there is, if you don't even do hip hop, you can dance, but you can crump. Mm-hmm. Like crump is a form of dance. It's not hip hop or break dancing or uh, flexing or popping or anything like that. But it, there's another form of dance that you could connect with on another level. Right, and breaking that mold yeah. where it's not, gotcha. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's important, and, and and especially if you could tell stories with it and become something that, do you think the audience understands that? Are they taking it back a new time? When I first watched it, I watched the, uh, the, the you know, the, the your, your little uh, preview uh, film, it's kind of like wow, that's it's kind of startling. Like you don't know what the heck's going on. Yeah. What what kind of reactions do you think you get at first when they um, see this? When some some of the reactions are like uh, some 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 people will actually be funny. Like man, it's like you breaking your your neck or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like you don't know what you're doing. Or but when you when you it's a, it's a dope dance to be able to start a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and then they they understand even more. Like yeah. well, let me know about the dance. Like, what does it mean? Like, why do you do it? And once you break it down and let them know, now they have a whole different perspective of the dance. Mm-hmm. And then now they're able to understand and know why we move the way we move. Right. I think that's great. And and so part of part of what, when you tell a film or try to, to, to tell a story with a film is you're trying to break stereotypes, yeah. period, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been a victim of it. Everybody's been a victim of it. And, and it, 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 it kind of is humorous sometimes. We were actually with a taxi driver in... Um, in uh, Las Vegas recently. I mean, just a couple days ago, where yeah. he, I, I wanted to ask him so bad where he is from. He, obviously, he wasn't from here, but he said, I appreciate the way you asked it because he, he was from Nigeria, right? I just wanted to know because I was culturally interested in it. I'm from, yeah. so I, the way I said it, I'm from the Philippines, and uh, and I said, Hey, uh, you know, wh- where did you grow up? I mean, and he goes, You know, I really appreciate how you, you're doing it because there's so much a judgment. Because he's an Uber driver, and, and like where you're from, it's almost like I'm going to judge you right. where you're from and yeah. what you do and everything. Because that's how we all feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have the the radar up. Mm-hmm. Trust me, yeah. the the, um, the judgment radar yeah. up, yeah. like the measuring like, oh, stick out. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So um, it, with these kind of films, right? You're trying to bring something new new to the table. And why do a film if you can't bring awareness to people? That's I'm true. sorry to go on about this, but Chris, please tell me what what, what kind of message you want to uh, put. A, put forth yeah definitely um the good thing is that there are a lot of different stigmas that we kind of want to break with this film uh one we want to 
Conrad and I always say that there that it feels almost as if there's a forgotten Cleveland yeah. in a sense uh, that there uh, that there are neighborhoods, there are stories, there are people groups who um, just don't really get their fair say or get their shake. Um, um, we. Uh, you and I, James, have actually worked on a film prior that um, I, I believe speaks to that forgotten Cleveland. Um, uh, it was called Justice for Jamilio, and this definitely speaks to that same kind of demographic, the ones who may have grown up without the greatest resources or without the greatest um, um, upbringings. Uh, and we want to we show the beauty in those stories. We want to show the um, uh, stories of overcoming. And even within those communities, there are stigward, uh, stigmas that are inward. Uh, there's one massive stigma about mental health in urban communities or in low economic communities. Um, uh, I remember growing up uh, when somebody would talk about speaking to a therapist or doing anything, the main response was, I ain't crazy. And that definitely deals a lot uh, in like uh, communities like the communities that uh, Conrad and I come from. Right. So uh, we want to make it uh, make it known that you don't have to be crazy to be able to talk with someone. You don't have to be crazy to be uh, to have a mental health practice. And uh, it actually benefits you to be able to have a community, have some place that you could go, have some um, uh, action or activity that you could do that could help you process the things that you go through. Definitely. Absolutely. So, yeah. that, that, that is amazing. And it's I, funny you say that because I was going to talk about our experience with Chris, or at least my first time working with you was on Justice for Jamilio. Yes, and that's one of the questions I had for you and Conrad was, is that your motivation is connecting with the community because I saw the amazing impact you had on some of those younger individuals that you've casted. And I think you have really have a niche with some of the youth and how you connect with them. Can you speak to that and kind of what your what's your driving force on that and what do you yeah. want to bring out with you with yeah. these youth? Definitely. Um, well, it's definitely my heart to speak to uh, the younger generation. Uh, one, um, I think I'm fortunate that I still kind of look like them. <laughs> so so right. there's not that big of a gap, you know, um, um, uh, that's fading every year, though. <laughs> but the second uh, the second thing is I know that it was me transferring schools and meeting some cool older people when I was like 14 years old mm -hmm. that completely changed the trajectory of uh, the trajectory of my life I was yeah. going one way um, and um, like you know I had I, I guess a great ball of potential and a lot of things that I dreamed but I just didn't know that if they were possible right. for somebody like me coming from where I come from and you know kind of having the upbringings that I had um, uh, and it was people who came into my life at very strategic times that helped mm -hmm. me to become the person that I am today right. so um, I just want to pay it forward you know yeah. um, as many people young people that uh, I could you know get in front of and show them the possibility of still being yourself uh and achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve like that's that's definitely a goal that i want to accomplish i mean there's been an influx of uh, of many films of uh, from uh, from minority directors. I mean, Moonlight is one of them. Uh, Native Son. Uh, mm -hmm. You saw Green Book, and there there have been other things that would come along the line. Uh, how how do you then? Because a lot of them are thought of as almost being placating and just, uh, in a way, just kind of like, oh, isn't that nice? Uh, we have their own little niche, and then they can go on from there. How do you? Uh, what what's your strategy in trying to make this at least different and say, you know what, you have an opportunity to kind of quote unquote, stand up and be heard, right? Definitely. I mean, you have a platform uh, and we'll talk about how that, that came about. How do you, 
you know, with with responsibility, as they say, or with power, I say great power com- comes great responsibility. Yeah. How do you want to be responsible in, in putting this film out? Um, especially for the the crunk community, <laughs> because the crunk community is so global. Um, there's had there there has been a have you have you guys seen Rise? Mm-hmm. So you see Rise. Uh, some people say, hey, well, there are crunk movies or documentaries that has been out. But Rise didn't really document crump as as much. Mm-hmm. They documented clown dancing. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people get it mixed up between the two. Clown dancing is when you paint your face and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's, it's more wild. It's more unstructured. But crump is more structured. You, you know what you're doing. You know what your your story. You're telling the story. You know what story you're telling. You mm-hmm. know what moves you're hitting. You know what your basics, your foundation, and different things like that. But being able to capture, we want this film to be able to capture... Crump and tell a story in a way that had never been told before. Fantastic. Um, and being able to show the stories behind each dancer. Like, we, we, we go through real life. Mm. Um, but we want to show you how we overcome real life and sometimes put our stuff, all of our mess to the side to be able to help the next generation or next mm. to help the next person. Now, I think some people don't really understand or don't get to see that part to the extent but to be able to t- show people how we can put our stuff to the, to the side because we want to help you so much. We care about you awesome. so much. We care about your future because when I was coming up, I was young. I was very young, but they cared about me so much. They made sure I ate. They made sure I had money in my pocket. They made sure I, I was supposed to get good grades in school. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't let me go crump if I, my, my grades weren't good, and they stayed on top of me. So if my grades not good, I can't go out of state. Mm-hmm. Like Crump, Crump was the first time. I, the first time I ever went out of state was because of Crump. Mm. Well, and you wouldn't, might not have that opportunity otherwise, right? No, That's because awesome. of the situation I come from, the background, and and my mind wasn't as open at first. I'm like, man, I don't know anywhere past the West Side. <laughs> That's yeah. already a foreign area, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just need a passport to get over the 480 bridge. It's yeah. like, <laughs> is that but, real? But we wanted. We want to be able to, to to show the audience. We want to bring them into. Let, let's connect. Let's connect with you. We want them to connect with us, with our story, with with the character story, to understand. Like, man, wow! It don't matter if you're from the hood. It don't matter from the if you're from the suburb. Anyone can suffer from trauma and mental health. Anyone, but to be able to connect and show them this is the way to overcome. We want to have an outlet. We want to have something that you can go to, instead of going to violence. Instead of Instead of going to do something crazy. Like, I know people who have, who have came to the session so they won't commit suicide. Like, they mm-hmm. came to the session so they won't kill somebody or rob anybody really? or get robbed. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Abu- like, people come to the session so they won't uh, suffer abuse from their parents or, or loved ones or siblings. Really? So, that, yeah, we want to we show people the session is a safe haven. Because you can also, what I've seen, too, what you're showing behind the curtain always doesn't have to be drama. It can be love. Yeah. It can be the subtle way that we, you know what? They love just like us. Or we, we have the same kind of, you know, how a meal is shared or how sacrifice is made. Yeah. You know, those are things I, I think exemplify what every culture has in common that doesn't necessarily get shown. It has to be so dramatic. I go, not necessarily. It has to be just even everyday life of how you sacrifice and love, love each other. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So again, how uh, you you reached out to each other? Who reached out to who? We know each other. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've yeah, <laughs> we've been in the trenches together for uh, quite yeah. a while. And um, it, awesome. it was so random. Um, it, it, the story is kind of uneventful uh, about how this kind of uh, uh, this deal came about. Basically, I was um, at a school uh, talking to some young kids, yeah, yeah. and um, uh, usually when Conrad has like a film premiere or something, uh, I come down and I shoot it, you know. And uh, when I have an event or something, he comes down and he shoots it, and that's just like you know, just kind of been our arrangement for a number of years. Um, so he came down and uh, shot me speaking at a school, and I went over his house to get the uh, footage. Um, and then in talking, we came about this project, applied to it months later, completely forgot about it. Um, uh, I forgot that it existed. <laughs> and uh, then we got the email that we made it to the finals. And uh, yeah, yeah, we started working on our pitch. It was time to get started. Everybody wants to know numbers, right? Like how many how many people submitted? I, it's just out of curiosity. We wanted to know. I thought I heard somebody said over 80. It could have been over more. It could have been more. Yeah, it could Probably. have been a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. I, I, I still want to ask them, yeah. but I'm still kind of nervous <laughs> because I feel like, yeah. oh, will they take it away <laughs> from us? <Yeah. laughs> no. Yeah. You just got to really, act like you don't care. Like, right. yeah. yeah, it's whatever. And frankly, with our, uh, again, if it was 10, who cares? Who I mean, cares? You, you got in. Yeah, and that's now not. it's just an opportunity now, right? It's just an at-bat that, that yeah. we all want that, yeah. that you can take. So it's up to you to make the very best of it, right? Definitely. So as it progresses, what are you climaxing to and what mm -hmm. uh, what will the viewer say? Like, what is the payoff for you? And what what is the build up to your payoff? So the payoff that we kind of want the uh, audience to have, besides knowing the like culture of Crump and things like that, uh, knowing that healing is a progressive journey and it looks different for each and every person that encounters it. Um, uh, and you even see that between the three different characters that we have, that their healing is, uh, that it goes in different ways and flows. And uh, at some point, uh, uh, and sometimes you have to make hard decisions in order to heal. We still don't know, like, you know, kind of the outcome uh, that's going to happen with Paul and his family and things like that. But we see steps being taken so that um, as he heals, he can still become a provider and still keep his family unit running and hopefully still help others. So, yeah. <laughs> Paul, uh, Paul actually work at Verizon. Yeah, Verizon. He, he actually have a job now. So he works at Verizon. So he works there, go there every day. <laughs> they actually just bought a car as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so he's forwarded himself as well. Yeah. And he'll continue to do that. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that seems like, you know, that'll be interesting. I love how you weave that that experience into it, the mental health, because there's so many stigmas, you know what I mean? And uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Just so many preconceived notions about mental illness, you know? Yeah. And like you said, people are quick to say crazy or use the yeah. um, terms that aren't correct, you know what I mean? And I think Definitely. that's really not only interesting, but it's brave of you to attack that in this piece. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. I think it's lack of sensitivity, and that's why these pieces come forth. And hopefully you mm -hmm. can educate one quote unquote ignorant person. Yeah. Uh, they're not stupid. They're just, they, they, yeah. They're just ignorant of, of what what mental health really is and Definitely. and how different people are doing it. Hey, and we have a saying: at least we're trying. We're, we're not sitting back on a couch and hoping. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually trying, and you're putting the, the work forward, and, and then going from there, which yeah. I think is really key. Yeah. Anything? Anything else then? No. And Conrad, you've had some cool stuff. I know the one with um, Keith was what the deal. Yeah. And the then you yeah. worked with. Uh, Landry yeah, and like yeah, yeah. tell us a little bit about that man I know um, or Ben Carson too right uh, yeah so 
It's kind of crazy. I didn't even know he was checking it out. Oh, yeah. Well, we, did, we did our research, man. I, I know. I know. I was like, yeah, Conrad's hey, man, rolling this with no Chris. Hack show, right? We got to do research. Dude, I, felt, I felt slighted, man. I was like, I know Chris. I don't know Conrad yet. I got I to gotta do a little research, man. No. Um, uh, um, ben, ben Carson, uh, when I was going to New Spirit Revival, uh, Dr. Daryl Scott, mm-hmm. he's very good friends with Ben Carson. He worked a lot with Trump and everything. So I, uh, I got plugged in. By him, he he actually gave me the opportunity to shoot uh, when he was coming here, coming down here for um, for HUD. Okay. To check out a couple uh, properties and things like that, and what they could what could th- what they could do to help and change and make changes stuff. Um, with uh, Landry, my uh, my homegirl who actually do uh, some work for Tiana Taylor. Oh. She she uh, asked me, hey, I need you to do this shoot on this day and I was like okay cool okay didn't know who it was I'm like I'm there just because no. she just off the strength she's my friend I'm like I'm there she she won't be able to make it she's in New York with Tiana Taylor so I'm like okay cool I get a phone call from I think it's Landry's PR like personal assistant maybe or manager mm-hmm. she's like this is the address where this is uh, Jarvis Landry address I'm like Jarvis Landry huh Whoa. Brown, what? what? <laughs> I need you there 6 o'clock in the morning <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> You're Maybe. there at five thirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bright and early, ready. Um, Talk about being late and then don't bother showing, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're not working in this town again at all. My name is Chris Webb, W E B B. But it was it was it was uh, it was pretty dope, man. Landry is a great guy, real cool, man. That's Humble, cool, man. Um, down to earth and everything, yeah. Now it's he's got cool his boy me. here too, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's got his boy here too. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So hopefully. Uh, I get to do some more work yeah. with, uh, with with Landry and, and hopefully Odell Beckham and stuff like that. So that's great. Awesome. No, I I hope I hope that everybody plays well in the sandbox when they all get here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagles are getting big in that in that yeah, room. That so. is true. Yeah. <laughs> so another yeah. reason we had you guys on, you know, being talented, young, and influential people in the community, um, you know, we also wanted to help promote you guys. So yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I know uh, you. I want to say for next because i have a little blurb to say about you but okay <laughs> uh let's start with you my man and then go ahead and talk about your ig your website what um you got? uh my ig is i'm x able mm-hmm. um a-b-e-l uh my website is able one shot.com mm-hmm. and yeah my facebook is conrad able miles you absolutely check go check them out they, they are doing some awesome stuff guys also chris He's huge, man. Like um, his IG is Chris Webb Speaks. You might see him randomly on uh, Facebook or viral videos. <laughs> actually, the, the one time I was in here, we were, actually had him over to the studio, and the day before, I saw a viral video come up about losing a family member. I had just lost my brother, oh, wow. and uh, that was something that really connected with me. My my aunt down in Georgia reposted it, and I was like, "This is Chris." Wow. <laughs> wow. He wasn't tagged in it or nothing, so yeah. he didn't get any love for it, but. <laughs> It was just uh, awesome. That was a video that really connected with me. It was a it was a part of a longer speech, but um, and then also so Chris Webb speaks. And then what's your website? Uh, my website is chriswebworld.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So check those guys out. They have amazing amount of talent and so much good stuff they're putting out, guys. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Thanks so much for, to Conrad and Chris. Say bye to everybody for oh, us today. You guys have a great one. Thank you yeah. for having us. So thanks so much, guys, for listening. And make sure to drop us a line or message us at redbicyclemedia.com, and we'll catch you later. Thanks, man. Appreciate right. it. That was Chris Webb and Conrad Miles. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and please... Uh, check out their sites, uh, which we'll link in the description below. Also, uh, I uh, 
I encourage you to read a little bit about Crump. There's been a couple of movies that have um, addressed this uh, wonderful form of therapy and uh, outlet. Um, we look forward to keeping you posted on what the future of the film will be. Right now, again, it is in post, and uh, I appreciate listening. Please share this podcast if you can. Thanks so much.